welcome to the Worthy Woman Collective, a podcast designed to revolutionize the way we understand self-worth. I'm your host, Tara Kinden, and my work is in aligning women with their authentic selves and personal power. In the collective we discover, our worth comes from within. You aren't worthy because of your looks, your money, or your status. You're worthy because you've learned or are learning to love who you are right here and right now. Join me weekly as we pop some champs to celebrate this life and all that we already are. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Worthy Woman Collective Podcast. I am your host, Tara Kinden, and today we're talking about trust. Trust in yourself, trust in your wisdom, and trust in your knowing. Everything we're going to talk about today is all about how do you know when something is right, true, and correct for you, and how do you step into and embrace this part of yourself that already knows the answer. Sometimes we override what we know to be true, and here's why. I sense that we are overwhelmed from the information, from the people in our lives, and with that, we tend to second-guess ourselves. So if this is you, if you're sensing you're growing, you're expanding, you're doing your work, you're meditating, you're trying to learn, how do I trust myself? How do I trust my decision-making? You've got your free chart, you've taken my free course, and now you're like, okay, I know myself enough to know this is how I make my decisions, okay? This is your authority and how you should be making your decisions. But there's this element that is not included in all of that, which is how do I trust myself? How do I trust what I'm hearing, what I'm you know, sensing, what you intuitively, maybe you have an intuitive smell or like you, you can smell something's not right. You can smell a rat. There's actually a channel for that, a <laughs> gate for that. But this is about how do you learn to trust in your own wisdom and your own inner knowing? Because this is an area where I think is highly attached to our self-worth, our self-esteem, our self-confidence, and our belief that we know what is correct for us. Those of you who are on the growth trajectory, who have been doing the work for many, many years and are still second-guessing yourself, this is normal. And if you've noticed this year especially that people are really resistant to what you are talking about, what you are sharing, how you are growing, how you are expanding on your own, you're getting into more heated discussions, Um, people are being maybe aggressive with some of the things that you're saying, they're trying to pull you back down to the level that they're comfortable with. If you've experienced this this year, raise your hand. I can see you. (laughs) And this is part of trusting ourselves. And, And when we're going through these phases, you know, trusting that this is a process, trusting that we're really learning to understand what feels good for us. So let's quickly talk about the G center, the identity center, because this is attached to the will center. So the, when human design, the um, 
the heart chakra in the Hindu chakra system split into two. It's split into the identity center and it's split into the will center. And all of the meditation that we do is generally to help us get back into our bodies, to align our chakras, to really feel better, right? The whole idea of meditation is calm the mind, get back into the heart and learn to feel better. Okay. The thing with that is it's really easy to drop back into your body. Okay. You feel really good. You do your 20 minute meditation, your five minute meditation, however long you do it for. And then you go and experience a family member who is not accepting the person you're becoming. And you quickly slip back into old patterns. You quickly slip back into not trusting yourself, not trusting this work that you're doing, um, not trusting your guidance. And all of a sudden you, you almost lower level yourself. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about how do we trust in our own selves, right? And when I say you, I'm speaking to me. I'm speaking to anyone who's listening to this because we all do this. There is no place where you get totally enlightened and you never have an experience where something happens, someone does something to piss you off, and you get leveled right back down. The gift in that level down is the awareness. Am I trusting myself here or am I allowing someone else to make decisions for me to take my power away? Because we allow that to happen. Whether you agree with that or not, my sense is that we get shifted out of our power because we allow that shift to happen because we don't trust in ourselves and we don't know where we stand in the moment and we kind of allow someone else to make a decision for us, allow someone else to show us a better way. And yes, there are times when you will look for that type of help, but you always have to come back to yourself to say, how do I feel? And then here we circle back to when I talked about the heart center and I talked about the identity center and the G center, whatever you want to call it. And residing in that particular center is what we call your magnetic monopole. So how we attract to us in our lives what we want is by calibrating that center to feel good. So when we're up in our mind, we're not manifesting from this place. We're not attracting from this place. The mind is about potentials and possibilities, and we can play in this space and imagine and explore but if you want to bring it in, into your reality, you got to drop it into your heart and into feeling into it. So if you're tracking, you're like, oh, right. So when I don't feel great, I'm going to continue attracting more of what doesn't feel great. Well, when we don't attract what feels good and we are constantly attracting what doesn't feel great, we lose our confidence, we lose our power, we lose our strength in ourselves and our ability to trust in our knowing and our intuition and the the guidance and the messages that we're receiving because we don't feel good. So how can you feel good more often? And how can you shift this in the moment? Because I think we're all looking for quick ways to shift us out of overwhelm, fear, um, whatever is taking you out of feeling good. Okay. So how can we do that quickly? Well, imagine 
that if your mind is only meant for inspirations, possibilities, potentials, playing with those, and not trying to figure anything out, but just playing in that space, well, from there, you may come up with a vision, a vision of a time where things felt really good, a vision of a, an event in your life that felt really good, or a place you've traveled, or a person you've spent time with, or a great belly laugh with a friend, and that just makes you feel good even thinking about it, right? So as you think more about the things that feel good, you all of a sudden start to recalibrate your energy into feeling good. And when you feel good, you feel more confident, you feel more strength, you feel more power, you feel more secure in your knowing. I hope this resonates. But I know for a fact that when we have this heart-centered energy, this energy of you feel aligned, it feels correct, it may not feel perfect, but you just generally feel good, that's the base. That's what we're all aiming for. And you can see how quickly, just when I mention the things, say a marriage, a birth, an event, a something that really, if you play in the space, if you go back to that moment, if you feel all the feelings you felt, envisioning the experience and allowing that to penetrate through your energetic being, through your mental mind, through your physical body, as your heart recalibrates that, everything starts to change. Your cells get happy. And when your cells get happy, you start to connect with other people who are on that same level of resonance. So when we're starting to attract more of what we want, more of the people we want, more of the opportunities we want, then we can use the tool of our authority to say yes or no to the things. When you're using the tool of your authority to say yes or no, that's your indicator of whether it's right, true, or correct for you if You're following your type and your strategy, and you're really listening to the authority that is specifically designed for you. When you are doing those things, it is very easy to make a decision because you know it's right, true, and correct for you. It feels good, and you're doing it because it feels good and it feels right how either in the moment or you followed your emotional wave and you know it felt good all the way through, then you know it's a yes. It's a yes all the way and you can trust yourself in that. What happens when you make a decision and there was a partial no somewhere? It never works out. It never feels good. It's never correct. So how can we make decisions that feel good more than feel bad? Now, what if you're making a decision under pressure? Okay, you're stressed out, you're making a decision because you have to make a decision and you're fearful. So there's a lot of fear surrounding it, a lot of pressure surrounding it, a lot of stress surrounding it. Is there a way for you to feel into the decision and to trust that even if you make a decision and you, you sense later on it was not the correct decision, you can make a different choice. I think sometimes we forget that it's like, especially if you're one of these folks who, when they commit to something, it's like a life or death commitment and they commit for a life, they will burn themselves out trying to fulfill the commitment. Um, but there is still 
always, if you can always come back to how did it feel? How does it feel? How do I want this to feel? And if it doesn't feel in alignment with that feeling, you have to say no. You have to trust yourself. And will you have to make really awful hard decisions that you feel like are correct in the moment and then later on you find out you were missing some information or something didn't quite add up and you didn't have all the pieces at the time. Yes, this is going to happen. But again, you can, you're never fully stuck. We always have choice. And that's the beauty of even knowing your human design or knowing your astrology chart, you know, that Yes, you may have this predestined, uh, this is where the planets are, this is where everything is shaped to, to turn out for you, but you have free will. You can make choices. And if you get off track, you can get back on track by making a new choice. So I never want anyone to feel like there isn't choice, that they don't have choice. Because we always do. Sometimes we don't see it, and sometimes we are so committed to something that we, we won't let ourselves see choice. So if this is you, if you're in a commitment right now that feels awful, that feels so wrong, think about how it could feel better first and then play in the possibilities, play in the space of what could feel good. How would this feel better for me if things were different? Maybe this is a journaling exercise for some of you. Because I am sensing that as we go into the last couple months of this year, people are going to be making some big decisions. They're going to be making some big decisions. And I would love for you to be in your full power and your, your, your full worth when you make these decisions that you know, all right, here are the facts in front of me. Now, I've got the facts. How do I feel? How do I feel my heart? And then listen. Now, some of you will receive intuitive hits uh, clear audiently through, through hearing. Some of you will receive visions. Some of you will receive, like I say, that smelling of a rat. You smell, it smells off, or it smells like funky. Then you know it's a no. Um, and a lot of us in our designs have waiting built in. So some of you have to wait to respond to some things. Some of you have to wait for an invitation to things. Some of you have to wait for 29 days of full moon cycle. Okay? So you've got to know what you're designed for and then implement it. Even manifestors have to wait. Guys, <laughs> there's a certain element of waiting and learning to trust. And even I know I'm a splenic uh, authority and I can just intuitively know when something is right, but I still have to say, sometimes I second guess myself. So I'm like, okay, how do I feel about this? And I'll make a decision. And sometimes I don't have all the information. And sometimes I make a decision and I'm like, oh my God, what am I into now? But because I'm the kind of person who will follow something through until I burn myself out, if I don't see what's happening, so I encourage you all right now to look at, okay, what are the next months about to bring me? Because we're, you know, midway through October, if you can imagine, we're almost into November. We have a, another beautiful thing to note for this week is that on Friday, we have a beautiful new moon. New moons allow us to 
get really clear about our intentions for this next moon cycle, okay, and before we go into our full moon, which will be on the 31st of October, and it is going to be a doozy, so just know that throughout the next, you know, couple of days, you have time here to do a releasing ceremony, to do a a little bit of a purge with Mercury in retrograde, Mars in retrograde. We're we're retracing a lot of steps we've already taken forward. This is an excellent time for us to learn the lesson we missed the first go-round. Is there something we want to redo? And then what is our intention going forward? Okay, so Friday it's that intention going forward. Right now we're just in the retrace, <laughs> retrace your steps, slow it down. Get more mindful about what it is you want to create and do. What loose ends need to be tied up? Are there any? And if there are, tie them up, baby, because if you don't tie them up, they are going to get tied up for you in November. Okay? So Friday, new moon, set an intention. How do you want the next however long to feel for you. You decide. This just because you go moon to moon, you can intentionally set in this round, I want to intentionally set what I want the next three months to look like. And then you can reinforce it every new moon. And as you're processing through the full moons and the new moons on the full moons, you can burn away what, what you just are done with. And that is so exciting to know that we can follow these cycles Right now, we're in beautiful bloom with our leaves. At some point, they're all going to fall off. And there's going to be this going inward, going in and doing this work. The gift over this next couple of months is like, how do I learn to trust myself on a deeper level? How can I stop looking to everyone else to make decisions for me? How do I become my own guru? And how do I know when... I don't need that thing. I don't need somebody else to do something for me, but I could do this for myself. You all have this beautiful, intuitive knowingness, this beautiful sense of self that sometimes gets trampled by social and by the distractions and by poor relationships that don't support your growth. You know, like for example, This week, I had a client was talking about how, you know, she's had a friend for many, 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 many years, and that the friend, this is actually, I've had this conversation with like five separate people, so it's very interesting that this is a theme, that they've had these lifelong friends, and they're, these these women are growing, okay? These women, they're growing within themselves, they are trusting themselves more, they're becoming more powerful, and as we step into our power, there's this like almost separation. And I'm not saying this to scare anyone, but it's like this separation to give you a little bit of space to integrate that power and to integrate it in a way that is so aligned and beautiful. Not to integrate the power to become this like (laughs) monster, but to become this beautiful carrier of the energy. People will want to be around you when you when you really land in it. So what I was saying was that these women are experiencing like lifelong friends pulling away or just like not plugging in or not being um, 
not saying like, awesome for you, girl, I'm so proud of you, or like really being supportive friends because they're afraid. I think they're afraid of where the relationship's going to go because they still don't have a sense of self. They still haven't established that they're not in their own power. And this isn't a bad thing. This is a growth for everyone around. And it isn't a time to back off. It's not a time to take your foot off the gas pedal because it's rough. Like when you, when friendships change or you have family dynamics that are like bananas and uncomfortable and you, you know, you're starting to say things that they're not used to you saying, people will get uncomfortable. So ask yourself, am I saying this thing from the heart because it's something I sense needs to be said? And can I say it in a gentle way? Or am I just saying something to say something? Like I'm a Sagittarius. It's a, like, I say things with the best intentions and when they come out of my mouth and I have Scorpio moon too. So like it's it's sharp. Sometimes it's sharp and it's like, Oh boy, that did I just say that that way? And yep. Yep. I did. And then I have to apologize. And sometimes an apology isn't enough. Right. But when you know this about yourself, you can learn, you can keep learning and growing unless no one, no one is perfect. And even when I, you know these things, like I know these things about myself and I still trip myself up. So even when you know these things about yourself and you know like this planet is here today and this gate is highlighted by the sun and blah, blah, blah. Even when you know all of these things, sometimes you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? <laughs> that you like, when you do, when, when relationships are, are challenged, you just have to Take a deep breath, pull yourself out of the situation, go sit in the bathroom for five minutes and just clear your mind and be like, okay, what does my heart need me to do right now? And am I correct in this thing? And whatever comes forward first, trust it. If it's coming from your heart, trust it first. So let me just pull a couple of cards for us for the rest of this week to kind of see like, What's in store over the next couple of days? And how can I give you even more support and empowerment? Um, I will kind of end off here with saying that on Fridays, I do a question and answer in our Worthy Woman Collective group on Facebook. So if you're not in that group, please add yourself. It is a place to connect with amazing women who are going through the journey too. And like, they may be challenged. Some of them may speak up and say, yeah, Hey, I'm having trouble with these relationships. Like what are you guys, what are you guys doing to, to navigate this? You support each other. That's how we, that's how we get through this. We need community. And when we're in this time where we're not connected to community in the same way physically that we used to be, we got to get it somewhere else. So we're getting it here online And if you want to join us, I would love to have you. I'll put the link in the show notes for the group. Okay. So for the rest of the week, here are some ideas or some things to play with that may be coming really forward for you. All right. So I've got the life purpose card. So for those of you really stepping into your power right now and really getting into your heart, trusting yourself, Your life purpose is revealing itself to you as we speak, okay? The signs and symbols card is here, which is a reminder that every day in every way you are being guided. You are being shown the next steps, the next best thing. Are you paying attention? 
So over the next couple of days, pay attention. See what shows up for you. See what you could respond to, what you get invited to, what you feel inspired to act on, and then trust. The trust, the trust card is here, friends. Trust yourself. If I can leave you with nothing else, trust that you know what you know, and that's it. You don't need to explain it to anyone. You don't need to justify why you know what you know. You just know. Okay, and one more. Change. Baby, change is coming, like as if we didn't already feel that one, right? So there you go. There's just some some just some insights or things to pay attention to for the rest of this week so that you can really fully embrace what is what is still transpiring and coming and that you who listen to this, you are here to light the path for those who are, are following you, who are listening to you, those who get it, those who get it. They need you to be strong. They need you, but, but also to share your weaknesses, like to share what you're struggling with right now so that you can find common ground with people and that we can move through this together because there is no one, to repeat, there is no one who is 100% of the time coasting and it's perfect and it's great. That just isn't true. So trust. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Maybe pick just like one little element out of this that spoke to your heart and practice getting into your heart because life purposes are going to be like unfolding all over the place. You're going to get these signs and symbols. Pay attention. What are you called to do next? Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I am grateful for your time, your love, and your energy. If you have yet to take my free foundational human design course, it's waiting for you. So take it at any time. Let me pull your chart for you and tell you some awesome things to confirm what you already know intuitively about your genius self. Thanks, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your week.